The Rogue Valley Role Players Podcast is an affiliate of Battle Bards, an online resource of music, sound effects, and all sorts of other audio goodies that you can use in your own games and shows. Head on over to BattleBards.com and check out their wide assortment of tracks. And if you like what you hear, be sure to pick up a Prime membership and don't forget to use our promo code RVRPODCAST when you do. Hello listeners and welcome to the Rogue Valley Roleplayers podcast. The following audio is from our session zero of our Wrath of the One-Shot episode featuring the war in RPG, and provides some insights to the world we created before we launched into the narrative. This is entirely optional, and you can always dive right into our actual play if you so choose. All right, so let's get started with the character making. Um, I'll record this, and then I'll decide if I actually want to include that in the episode. All right, so the first step for character creation is to choose a character move for your rabbit. So there is a shared community pool of character moves. Only one character may have a any one move at a time. So if Rosemary takes the tooth and claw character move, None of you can take that move. Um, rather than have, you know giving the character sheet to Rosemary and letting her pick a move and then giving it to Austin and so on and so forth, I want you all to kind of take a look and have a discussion uh, about who's going to take what move. What kind of a rabbit are you going to make? So I want to make like the rabbit version of Tiny Tim. His name is going to be Toe, and he's going to be very small, very fast, and uh, very pathetic. So something that works for something small, fast, and pathetic. Actually, uh, there is... Uh, can I see that sheet real fast, Nick? I know you're There's looking at There's also it. rabbits who can see the future. There is. There's uh, Seer is is that move. But um, uh, Ace in the Hole might be a good one for what you're thinking of. Uh, Austin. Uh, What's that give me? When you negotiate tight spaces, roll plus shrewd. On a 10+, plus, you lose any pursuers... Amid the twists and turns, on a 7 to 9, you gain a significant lead on any pursuers. I like that. We're going for that. Ace in the hole? Ace in the hole. Is everyone else okay with that? Uh, sure. There's also a swift runner. You have never met an animal you couldn't outrun. When you bolt, treat a roll of 6 as a 7 to 9. No, I'm good with ace in the hole. Ace in the hole. Okay. All right. So we're going to mark that one off. That has been taken. I don't have a whole space here. <laughs> I was thinking of playing an older fighting rabbit. Yeah? Yeah. Now here's something else I'm going to throw out there. You are going to be playing lab rabbits. What kind of animals would we be allowed to have like a history report if we chose Circle of Life? Well, you're in a lab- uh, laboratory. Laboratory. So like however you want to say it. Rats. Monkeys. Monkeys. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the sense of space move. Like, kind of like, no. What, what does that do, Nick? Uh, I've ranged near and far, and if anyone knows the lay of the land, it's me. When I pay attention using this sense, I can also ask, where can I find blank? Hmm. 
okay, yes, you can take that. I, I think that will mean less that you have ranged near and far and more like, you know, when you get taken out of the hutch for experimentation stuff, you have like a, a keener sense of like where you've been. Then I would almost prefer the sense of others, which is I know every rabbit that lives in the warren, even the few that don't. When I pay attention using the sense, I can also ask who would know about blank. Okay. Is everyone else okay with that? Sure. I'll mark Mm -hmm. it off. If I wanted to play the kind of bunny that would scoop up field mice and bop them on the head. (laughs) (laughs) I called it. Is that Rosemary's concept? No, I called it. (laughs) When I was talking to Rosemary about, oh, we're going to play the warren, I was like, Ed's going to play bunny uh, frou-frou or whatever. (laughs) That was my first Gamma World character. It was a tiny little, like, three-inch high bunny. Uh, there's whatever moves are there. I don't. I don't know if as a lab rabbit or a, you, yeah, as a lab rabbit, you're gonna have a whole lot of opportunities to scoop. I'm saying if I were the kind of bunny that would scoop up field mice and pop them on it. There's no. There's no beach bunny one. <laughs> there's also no Playboy bunny. Dang. I mean, the closest thing to that would be the fertile special ability. <laughs> that yeah. would be a really weird game. <laughs> <laughs> Beach bunny, Playboy bunny. Playboy bunnies trying to escape the Playboy mansion. <laughs> that could get super oh, no. fucked up and super yeah. dark really, really fast. All I imagine is Hugh Hefner chuckling in the dark. Uh, <laughs> no, that will never happen on the Rogue Valley Role Players podcast. That's that's uh, too many levels of fucked up. Don't, no one's going to take Hutchwise here, huh? What, do, what is Hutchwise, Ed? Hutchwise, raised in a cage or hutch, you are familiar with humans' routines and mysteries. When you pay attention to humans, add, why do humans do that? <laughs> to the list of questions you can ask, the GM will tell you the truth and a falsehood. Pick whichever is more interesting and useful. This is for being raised in a hutch, I'm just saying. Yeah, that would make sense. It has nothing to do with scooping up field mice and bopping them on the head, though. Okay, here's the, here's the one. Thumper. When you cuff, kick, or knock another rabbit about, bop him on the head. <laughs> you, <laughs> you may roll plus strong instead of plus shrewd when you speak plainly. So, I don't know what speak plainly is, but it sounds like when you uh, bop someone on the head. Yeah, speak plainly is basically like the negotiation skill, like if you're intimidating someone or trying to persuade someone. All right, I'm taking Thumper. So I'm playing an older rabbit, so I could also take gray fur, which is, you are old. When others come to you and seek guidance, give it. They gain plus one forward if they do as you advise. But I want her to be like a tough, like, fighter rabbit, so I was thinking tooth and claw, which seems like a good fighting one. Yeah, I'll take tooth and claw. When you put up a fight, roll plus strong. On a ten plus, they take a scar if they don't flee. On a seven to nine, you both take a scar if you don't flee. That's good, yeah? Yeah. By the way, I'm calling the name Thistle. That's my name. Thistle? Yep. I was going to go with Truffle. That's a solid rabbit name. It is. Dewberry. I think that's the one I like. All right. So now you're going to choose your statistics. Uh, there are four stats, strong, swift, shrewd, and steady. Uh, strong rabbits are better at fighting off predators and digging. Swift rabbits have a, 
have the best chance of escaping threats. Shrewd rabbits are better at assessing situations and communicating information. Steady rabbits are less likely to panic in dangerous situations and more likely to birth bigger litters. When creating your PC, assign one modifier to each stat. The modifiers are plus two, plus one, plus zero, and negative one. Toe is swift and shrewd, not especially steady, and not at all strong. Super shrewd, kind of swift. I'm okay steady, not very strong. Very strong, fairly steady, swift, and not super shrewd. Is anyone shrewd? Because I am not shrewd. (laughs) I'm deciding, do I want to be more steady or strong? I don't know, but I'm not that swift. I went with the one that maximized my special move. I mean, yeah. I've min-maxed the hell out of this rabbit. (laughs) So plus two strong, plus one steady. All right, so then your 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 rabbits are made. Your characters are done. I like how fast that is. Yeah. So now I'm going to ask some questions, and these are for everyone to discuss and answer. This is not necessarily any one person needs to answer it. So, uh, what are what other animals are kept near your hutch? Name them. I think there's a monkey, and what his name his should name be be? Charleston. Hmm. Charleston, short for Charleston Chew. Whoa. I wasn't thinking of that. I was just thinking it's a, like a fancy name for a monkey. Charles. Monkeys should have fancy. What names. kind of monkey is he? Like a like uh, an itty bitty little monkey, he's, or he's a bonobo. Is it just one other animal, or are there multiple animals? However many you decide. You, that's for all of you to discuss. I'm picturing we're in like a room with like lots of cages in it, so maybe quite a few different animals. What about Pinky and the Brain? <laughs> yes, Pinky and the Brain are definitely in this lab. Okay. There, there are two lab mice named Pinky and Brain. All right, so you have Charleston the Bonobo, Pinky and Brain, the lab mice. Uh, there's a raven whose wings have been clipped. And her name is... Lenore is the name of like the lady in the poem that Poe wrote. Okay. Lenore? Lenore. That sounds good. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any other suggestions? Are we good with those three? A very old tortoise named Gramps. It's a weird group. It's a weird lab. Yeah, they're studying Chimaris. And there's another rabbit that none of us like. Uh, and his name is uh, Peeper. <laughs> Mr. Whoa. Peeper. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yep, that's I wonder we, how he uh, got that name. <laughs> we don't like him at all. He's not part of our, our kit. <laughs> all right. I think that's good. Now, um, who is Dr. Livingston's favorite? What are the benefits? What are the drawbacks? Of us, it could be one of you. It could be another rabbit in the hutch. We haven't we haven't generated the rest of the rabbits in the warren yet. But we, you know, now's the chance to. If you if you don't want it to be a PC, then uh, then we could generate a, another rabbit right now. When you say favorite, do you mean favorite to experiment upon? That's what that it, it 
it, it's up to us to decide. Or that. that he thinks is cute and will, like, protect. Yeah. What are the benefits? What are the drawbacks? I feel like Distal has been experimented on a lot. So. <laughs> Steroid-infused bunny. <laughs> Hulk rabbit. <laughs> is, it, is anyone here particularly a cute rabbit? Okay. If nobody else wants to be it, uh, Toe is the favorite because um, he... He was specifically bred to be small, and so the doctor is trying to continually breed smaller and smaller rabbits for some sort of experiment. Tiny teacup rabbits. Yep. You're the successful experiment. Uh-huh. That's why you're the favorite. And the benefits are that uh, he keeps putting toe up with some nice-looking lady rabbits that are also petite and small. Uh, the drawbacks are that toe just is not interested. He's just not interested in that. And so no that so that would not be a drawback. <laughs> the the drawback would be uh from being Dr. Livingston's favorite. Oh. So okay. it's you have access to that whether you're choosing to take advantage of that or not is is toe's choice. But the drawback could be how do the other tr- rabbits treat toe? Or you know, maybe he he is experimented on more often than other rabbits. I think he's being given lots of uh, fertility drugs and is, they're having some side effects. <laughs> like maybe that? he's lazy. He, he's, he has some mood swings um, and uh, just generally isn't acting normal all the time. I can get that. <laughs> I think maybe some of the other rabbits are jealous. He's small. He gets beat up by the other jealous rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> Peeper pe- likes to watch. <laughs> Peeper is is kept in his own hutch because none of the other rabbits like him. And he, he's always just kind of staring at everyone kind of forlornly because he, he wants to be with the rest of the Warren. But also, like, it's creepy, too, because he's just Peeper's just always watching. And his, his catchphrase is, hey, how's everybody doing? <laughs> This is how supervillains are made, though. Hey, Especially I'm, in a lab. I'm really good at sneaking, too. Not so much bolting, but sneaking. All right. Uh, the next question, and, and don't forget, everyone can, can weigh in and answer these questions. Uh, is there a window near your hutch? What can you see through it? I don't imagine this being a windowed lab. Nah, yeah, I kind of imagine more of the the like the what like when the lights are on white room with very clean aesthetic okay then i want to say there's a window in the door though that's cool that's yeah i think there is a window but we don't see the outside through it we see a shipping room that they're always like taking in supplies and taking supplies from so all we ever really see are like weird boxes with weird things in them we could do the like the window in the door seeing into a shipping room yeah Okay. I'm okay with that. All right. So there's a window in the door, and there's like a shipping room on the other end that usually has its own doors open. Yeah, could, the door could open up into like a hall that opens into the shipping room. Sometimes we see little boxes being shipped out, and we're like, what's in the box? What? There's the- always a missing rabbit when mm-hmm. that happens. Yeah, it's really weird. All right, next question. What does the lab sound like during the day or at night? 
Well, I want you to answer both. There's a monkey in the lab, so I'd imagine there's a lot of screeching. It's it's climate controlled, so like a lot of ventilation, a lot of fans and like heaters in the background. At night, there's more heaters, and during the day, there's more fans. Yeah, they got to get that turtle smell out. Yeah, I kind of imagine like. Like you were saying with Charleston making a lot of noise, but because we can understand other animals, he's just like, so bored. <laughs> uh, do any of the scientists listen to music in the lab or the radio? Oh, that, 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 that may be interesting. Like old, like old timey classical music or like 20s music, maybe. When is this set? I'm not answering that question. Are we coming up with that? We're rabbits and have no concept of time. A lot of what the humans do is kind of alien to you. That's true. So yeah, they could be listening to old-timey music. Which could be like ACDC. It's a lot of Green Day that's playing all the time. Hey! This this is actually set on a spaceship in the future, and you're going to escape from the lab, get to an airlock, and accidentally vent yourselves into space. <laughs> it's going to be like the ending of Finding Nemo. And, and crash into the, the body bags. of the alien queen. <laughs> in the ocean. Now what? <laughs> Some sort of music. Some sort of music is playing music in the lab. Playing, yeah. Some weird sounds. I think it's bluegrass. But at night, it's eerily quiet, as most of the animals we have here are diurnal. <laughs> yeah, ravens aren't nocturnal, right? I think they can be. No, they're. Um, I can't remember the term, but they're like they're active for two hours, resting for two hours, active for two hours. They they have a a fluctuating schedule. So Lenore is kind of agitatingly noisy because like (laughs) she'll be awake and chatty and then she's like sleep time (laughs) and everyone gets like a couple of hours of peace and quiet and then lenore wakes up and she's chatty again it's like oh for the love of god there's definitely a din of the machines like the computer's just worrying you know all night long i think there's a night uh guardsman too so, like, at least once a night, he's going to come into the lab and just check everything. Mm-hmm. And I think he's an asshole, and he likes to bang on the door to rile up the pets late at night. Just, like, raps against the door when he thinks nobody knows he's he's doing it. Um, okay. How clean is the hutch kept? Does it smell like a warren? I think we've already said it's a pretty sterile environment, right? I'm picturing pretty clean, honestly. Yeah, pretty clean. Because I was going to say, smells like a warren, first of all. Ew. But you're rabbits. Mm-hmm. Even still, ew. I knew rabbits that didn't like the smell of their own poo, so. <laughs> Thistle can't even remember what a warren smells like. Or the taste of strawberries. God damn it. <laughs> or the touch of grass. All right. Uh, so clean and sterile. So it doesn't really smell like a home. Uh, ooh, here is another question I want to ask before I go to the next one. What is the hutch like? Is everyone in like a common area together or are you all like in your own individual hutches stacked up together? I think they're very like scientific about it where like they separate out the rabbits into their own little containers unless they want them to breed and then they put two in the same container and it's like on a big checklist where they decide like what they're going to do each night. Okay. I was going to say they probably would at least separate males and females unless it's for breeding purposes. I don't know about individual cages for each rabbit because that might get annoying. But Well, unless uh, they don't give you a whole lot of space in your individual cage. Yeah. 
You might have like two rabbits to a cage or. Okay. So that they have a rabbit buddy. Mm-hmm. We're allowed to be a little bit social. There's probably also like a, uh, probably a, a cumul hutch area or, you know, a larger duplex hutch that they, they put breeding pairs into when they want that to happen. I mean, well, what's the purpose of this lab? Are they, like, just putting lipstick on us to see if it's, like, going to do something bad? Or are they, like... The human's motivations are inscrutable. Austin's got it. Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think we're kept then in separate cages. Except occasionally they'll put us in a cage together and we don't know why. (laughs) All right. So last question for the Warren that we're establishing here. Where are the isolation hutches? Are they visible to your area? I'd say, yeah. Everything out in the open, kind of, the cages are all, nothing's like hidden away. Okay. I think they're visible, but the isolation hutch itself is like not see-through. So you like go inside and you don't know what's going to happen to you kind of thing. Sometimes the rabbits come out. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes there's a suction sound, and then the rabbits never come back. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if the equipment's quite that sophisticated. Yeah, every now and then they take us. They take a rabbit into a room or an animal, and then we never see that animal again. It happens, and each of you has probably spent a night or two in the isolation hutch, particularly after they like inject you with something. Ooh, I want to add one detail. There's a mirror in the isolation hutch to make you feel like you're not alone. Oh, that's fucked up, Austin. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Especially since rabbits don't yeah. have a super big concept of the self. Yeah. Well, you are intelligent rabbits. Yeah. But are we as smart as brain? <laughs> you debate that sometimes. <laughs> Pinky, Pinky and Brain are mice. You know, you you both share the same rung of the food chain, but <laughs> you feel like you you're not always able to hold uh, complex conversations with Pinky or Brain. Okay, so now I'm going to ask some relationship questions here, um, and I'm going to ask one person at a time on this. So we're going to start with uh, Truffle over here. Who do you trust most of all? This could be a PC. It could be an NPC. Um, I'm going to think uh, I trust Dewberry the most. All right. Um, let's see. Toe, I'm going to ask you this next question. Uh, who makes your life miserable? Uh, the doctor, definitely. Uh, he, you know always injecting weird things and, and putting him in uncomfortable situations. Okay. Um, peepers makes him very uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> like very uncomfortable. Uh, peepers has always given him unsolicited advice. Um, and basically just like shouting over from his cage, all sorts of inappropriate and annoying things. I think peepers has been like injected with a chemical that makes his eyes like bioluminescent. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Peepers is, is rabbit golem. So at night we can just see his eyes from across the lab. Hey Toe, I had a dream last night. <laughs> you need to stop. <laughs> Close your eyes. Just go to bed. 
Uh, all right, Thistle. Thistle, I'm going to ask you this one. Um, who do you wish was your mate? Ooh. Not Peeper. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have, it could be an NPC? Yeah. I was going to say, maybe Thistle had a mate a long time ago, and that mate went into the isolation box and never oh, returned. No. And now, I don't know, this is not picky. She'll <laughs> with anyone. I can see you're an old lech. It's like, oh yeah, She's a, a polygamous rabbit. Yeah, a rilf, a rabbit I'd like to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> this took that, a turn. That, yeah. <laughs> Yes, I didn't think that was how I was going to get answered. She's Lola Bunny. (laughs) (laughs) There's also a real fur. The rabbit like to fuck like rabbits. not my fault <laughs> it is i'm blaming you um okay uh dewberry um who has turned out to be your rival who has turned out to be my rival who's bopped you on the head i know who is trying to out bop oh the good fairy <laughs> <laughs> the one who keeps telling me not to bop things on the head it's got some hallucination, he sees. <laughs> Been injected with one psychotropic drug too many. It can't be peepers. We've picked on peepers too yeah. much already. <laughs> Probably just some other bunny who, like, you know, also thinks they're a tough bunny. Okay. What, what's this tough bunny's name? Oh, man. <laughs> you I was going to ask that. Chubby. Chubby? This episode is cursed. At least that's not copyright. It's a cursed episode. That should be in the title. Um, I thought of a name for Thistle's mate who... Who who went into the isolation hutch? Pinecone. Pinecone. All right. um, Austin, roll a d6. Two. Two. All right. Nick, pull yourself together and roll a d6. Two. Two. Okay. So, excluding... Well, including... Hmm. Rosemary. <laughs> Everyone roll a d6. No, no, no. You two have already rolled. <laughs> Five. Four. Three. Three. Okay. There, let's see, nine and four is 13. There are 13 other rabbits in your warren. Um, so we've got two of them, Peeper and Chubby the bunny. (laughs) (laughs) They're best friends. (laughs) No, because no one likes Peeper. We already established that. True, (laughs) true. So, <laughs> so now we, we need names for the other eleven rabbits that are that are in your uh, your warren. Crackle, crackle. Okay. 
Fluff. Crackle is uh, female and pregnant. Um, what did you say? Fluff. Fluff. Okay. And Fluff is male. And he's got like like one of those luxurious coats that you see on some rabbits. I don't put me on the spot. I'm right putting now. you on the spot. No. Name a rabbit. I can't come up with names. Fast. Name a rabbit. You got a whole list right in front of you. Boxwood. Boxwood. Boxwood is uh female. What's a, a defining trait or uh, personality? She's known for telling really good stories. Snowflake. Snowflake is uh, a rabbit. <laughs> so, oh, well, a white rabbit, and yeah. Um, what snowflake do? It's kind of a scaredy rabbit. It's a scary, scary rabbit. Is it he or she? A scaredy, not like scaredy. I gotcha, scared, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, a buck or a doe? A buck. Let's go back to you. Name a rabbit. Um, patches. Patches is um, female. I think maybe has had like some kind of trauma, like missing part of her ear. She's got like some scars and stuff. She's also kind of tough. Back to you, Rosemary. Foxglove. And Foxglove is male. He's a buck. He's a little bit of like he'd be in the Osla if he were. He's kind of kind of a bully. Yeah, like a little bit of a bully. Uh, Nosh, very high on energy, buck, and uh, just eats a lot because he's always he's got like a really high metabolism. Poppy, and yeah, she's just like you know your your like head in the clouds kind of hippie type. Is she a seer? Uh, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, let's go with Lily. That's a doe. And she's known for escaping her hutch a lot. She's kind of small and squirmy. Okay. Barley. Buck. And, like, super friendly, but kind of slow in the head. Like, if Lenny was a rabbit. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Should we name one Lenny? Or is that too fucked up? Tell me about the humans, George. (laughs) (laughs) One more rabbit. Uh, Notch, like N-O-T-C-H. It's a female rabbit, and she's always very sleepy and like low on energy all the time and has like a little tag in her ear that she complains about, like it's weighing her down, even though it's just an itty-bitty tag. All right. Um, So we're going to – I'm going to introduce some of the other – characters that are going to be showing up in this uh this chapter uh first off is of course dr livingston he's the head of the research project that you have been subjected to this is of course kind of above and beyond uh your your in-character knowledge um there's also uh richard davis who's one of the lab techs you 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 don't know his name per se, uh, but you you do know this one particular human is, is mean. Uh, if he comes to to get a rabbit for an experiment, you know that rabbit's having a bad day. Uh, he you know he shakes the the hutches unnecessarily, 
when he scruffs a rabbit, it's always with excessive force. Um, he's just not a nice guy. Um, conversely, there is Lily Jensen, who's another lab tech, and she is uh, much nicer, much gentler. Um, she, you know, she'll scritch your ears and soothe you before she sticks you with a needle. She's she's kind of the the shit sandwich researcher. <laughs> yeah, and and then uh, you know you you mentioned um, there's a security guy that comes through. Uh, that security guy is in fact Lenny, uh, not not you know tell me about the ravaged George Lenny. His name is just Lenny. Um, he is kind of an asshole, but he also doesn't pay too much attention uh, to you. Like he's an asshole in the, in the sense that he'll like walk into your room and flip on the lights and disturb everyone once a night. I picture he's kind of like the burn it down sort of guy. He's not there to like make you miserable. It's just, he's doing this power thing. Cause he likes pe- to just have that little bit of power to yeah. like, do something. Um, some other lab animals you might be aware of. There is strong tooth, the chimpanzee. Nobody likes strong tooth. Strong tooth has a reputation. If he gets his hands on you, you're as good as dead. Um, there's also Felix, the lab cat. Felix is a motherfucker. He doesn't get uh, tested on or experimented. He's just the cat that lives at the the lab. Uh, he gets to run loose. He usually isn't allowed to hang out in, uh, the room where you're all kept, but occasionally he'll get in there and he'll just sit there and stare at you and swish his tail. And, you know, he's, he's just waiting for his opportunity. Um, there's also, uh, a couple of, of lab rats. There's Barry, Scamper, and Twitch. Um, they all kind of have high pitched voices and a, a disconcerting tendency to, to like finish their sentences for each other. So it's, it's like you're, you're talking to three individual rats, but really you're just having like a, a one way or a two way conversation. Also, everyone is going to start off the game with three panic already. Ooh. Oh no. Yeah, getting tested on all the time is not really fun <laughs> or conducive to a holistic living. But it sure wakes you up in the morning. <laughs> the Warren RPG is the property of Bully Pulpit Games. You can find more of their products at bullypulpitgames.com. Music is by the Eaglestone Collective, which can be found on Bandcamp. Links to both can be found in the show notes. Thank you, listener, for joining us for this episode. If you enjoyed our show, please consider leaving a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, Contact us via rvrpodcast.com, on Twitter at rvrpodcast, or join us on our Discord. We'd love to hear from you, and as always, have a wonderful whatever time of day it is for you, and we'll catch you next time.